Speaking of Zach, he was on yesterday talking about the Badgers. Big Ten tournament underway. Uh, Juwan Howard back. He's going to be playing today against Indiana. They're the first slate of games at 1030. I can't wait to see Michigan hopefully get bounced out of the tournament. Uh, But, Rowdy, when it comes to the Big Ten tournament, it's something we were talking about, Johnny Davis, and if he's going to be a player or not. And if he is a little banged up, why would you play him? Well, uh, might hurt it just a little bit there in the sports flash. We'll play it again, though. Johnny Davis talking about that ankle. Now, he rolled it or sprained it. They deemed it a lower body injury when McGowan's tripped him and then elbowed him in the face. And during that weird landing, hurt his ankle, his knee, whatever he was grabbing. He does say, though, that he is planning to play Friday. Yeah, the plan is to, uh, you know, see how see how tomorrow goes and Friday goes. But, yeah, now the plan is to play and you know, be there for my team. So that was yesterday. So he's referring to see how it goes today, tomorrow, a.k.a. Friday, and then play. We all expect Johnny Davis to play. Now the question is, if it was bad, sit the guy, obviously. And then we get ready for March Madness. Johnny Davis, though, uh, on the play itself, Rowdy, McGowan's is seen clipping Johnny Davis's heel. He starts stumbling a little bit, tries to complete the basket. The foul is called on the floor. Johnny Davis goes up, and McGowan, McGowan's elbows him in the face. Did you think dirty when you saw it unfold? And then the replays. So... Originally, when I saw it all unfold, I thought it looked like he attempted to trip him and he must have just clipped Johnny Davis. And that's what got him off balance and ended up uh, re-aggravating the injury. Mm -hmm. Then when they both went up and I was I was honestly kind of like the Robbie Hummel and the other broadcaster when he first went up, I thought it was just a hard basketball foul. Mm hmm. But then when you saw it from the other angle, it definitely looked like he probably tried to come down with his elbow like he was doing it on purpose. Now, do I think he had intent to, like, knock Johnny Davis out? No. No, but I think he definitely wanted Johnny Davis to feel him. All right, here it is. He wanted him to know he was there. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that one. I I think he tried to trip him, too. Um, He definitely tried to trip him. So Johnny Davis reacts to it. He was talking yesterday for the first time since Sunday, and he talks about the play that ended up hurting him. Well, at first I thought I tripped on my own feet, <laughs> but now I see McGowan's came behind me and clipped my heel. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but, you know, bringing the elbow down, that was a very dirty and uncalled for play. Um, when you're playing against a team that's got nothing to lose like that, that stuff tends to happen. So I'm, I'm, I'm fine from it. You know, it's in the past, but like I said, it was very uncalled for. There's no need for that in the sport of basketball. So Johnny Davis definitely thinks it was dirty. I suppose a lot happened to him. So, you know, the elbow did look a little vicious. I didn't think it was ill intent to the, like to knock him out. Like you said, but when you go and look at it, it's definitely, he he definitely wanted Johnny Davis to make sure he was there. Definitely. He, he, He wanted to be known. So they unfortunately did lose that game. Now the Badgers have not lost back to back games all year. They'd get the winner of Michigan state and Maryland tomorrow at 5 30 PM. Johnny Davis talks about why they have not lost back-to-back games all year. You know, mental toughness and, you know, just having a uh, very forget, forgetful memory. Uh, you know, you lose a game, if you dwell on it, then it's going to affect the next game. You just got to put it behind you and focus on the task at hand. And it's easy to forget things, too, when you get elbowed in the face. I mean, you, maybe that could knock it out of your head. Uh, Johnny Davis also talks about uh, the mentality of not to lose another game. There's always going to be a lecture just going into postseason because, you know, when you lose, you're done. Uh, and you know, our mentality from here on out is not to lose another game. So speaking of that, Rowdy, uh, March is here, obviously. It's March 10th. 
Johnny Davis talks on what March basketball means to him. Uh, you know, it means a lot. Every time, you know, I'm, I'm in Wisconsin, I see the snow starting to melt and just the kind of terrible, groggy weather. It just reminds you that, you know, it's time to get ready and play for championships. So speaking of playing for championships, Big Ten tournament, again, Wisconsin starts to go tomorrow. When it comes to the Big Ten tournament, I think you and I are in the same wavelength, right? Like, it's, it's not the end of the world if you don't win the tournament. In fact, I, I, I'm not saying I wouldn't mind it, but give them some more rest. Yeah, absolutely not, especially when they're a team that I think is probably pretty well set at a three seed. Mm-hmm. Now, if they go and drop the first game in the Big Ten tournament, that's really it puts a sour taste in your mouth after dropping to Nebraska and then losing the first round of the Big Ten tournament. But I think as long as they take care of business, at least on Friday and they can make it to the Saturday game. Yeah. I think they're firmly a three seed. So yeah, I think they're what's the highest we seen them? Two right now. There was talk of a one, but that was before but that was Nebraska pre Nebraska yeah. loss. It, yeah. I've let's be honest. I think it's three seeds fair. Do you really think Wisconsin would deserve to somehow be a one seed after losing to Nebraska? No. Sadly no. I mean, like you, I you get can't it. Lose in Nebraska. I get it. Wisconsin's got a really good, really, really good uh, resume, and they have a lot of good wins. A lot of they've beaten a lot of ranked teams, but that that Nebraska loss at home, when you had an outright Big Ten championship on the line, that's a bad look. <laughs> that's not good. It's and tough, then, then Nebraska. you literally had to listen to people from Nebraska and some people in the media talk about how Nebraska is actually a good team for like two weeks. Then they figure out a way to beat Wisconsin, which was up a dozen points at one point. Yeah. Lost their best and player. then they not only do you have to listen to these people, but they go up 15 against Northwestern and these same people come crawling out of the woodwork the Nebraska's only good. to go back into the woods because Nebraska blows a 15 point lead to Northwestern. Uh huh. They're not a good basketball team. Dude, the first half of that game yesterday, the Big Ten tournament against Northwestern, it was Nebraska's good. Oh my God, Nebraska's real. And then they lost up by 15 at one point and then lost to the, I almost did it again, Northwestern Wildcats, Rowdy. There is something to be said about catching teams at the right time. Now, was it a huge benefit for Nebraska beating, you know, a Johnny Davis list Wisconsin Badger team in the second half? But let's not forget well, the Badgers looked awful all game. You said catching a team at the right time, or in Wisconsin's case, catching an elbow at the wrong time. Because if Johnny Davis is in that game, the Badgers win that. And they 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 matched up well with some of the other teams that they beat, where they did not play very well, or they were missing some guys. And yeah, they strung a few wins together. Good for them. Yeah. They're not a good basketball team. Good, good for you. Guess what? I don't have to hear about Nebraska the rest of the basketball season. We'll give them the Johnny Davis treatment. Bye bye, bye bye. But yes, that's a bad look. And then to come out and you would lose first round to either Michigan State or Maryland. Obviously, Maryland's not a tournament team, and Michigan State. Probably in at this point, but still, you you can't just lose back to back games after being right there. No, that that's the only way I think they could fall off of the three line. No, I don't know if I see them getting much higher. I think the only way for them to go up from the three line is to win the Big, big Ten, Ten tournament. tournament. Well, here's Johnny Davis talking about the Big Ten conference itself and the conference tourney as very good prep for the NCAA's. Um, you know, I think the Big Ten is 
uh, one of the best, if not the best, conference in you know America. Just the toughness of all the teams, uh, the experience, you know, the solid guys, the talent, all that. It's it's a really good test for us going into the tournament. But you know, I mean, you can't really prepare for what's going to be in the tournament. We just got to focus on uh, the Big Ten tournament for right now. Yeah, and then do you agree with them that it what the Big Ten conference is the best in the country? Or? Yeah, and that we said one of the best first. I mean, yeah. Look at the big. T- I mean, look at all the look at all the juggernauts on top, and the. Well, I'm I'm partial to that though too, right? Like I always say, I'm going to disagree with them. Big Ten, big stage. We've we've talked about the Big Ten, hmm, probably the last two or three years mm-hmm. about how the Big Ten has been, on paper in the regular the season, the best or if not the best, the second best basketball conference, pretty much every year the last two three years. And then what happens in the March Madness? The Big Ten is still hasn't had a national championship in like 20 years. <laughs> and last year, all of their better teams flamed out right away. Yep. And it, that's been the case the last two, three years. A lot of the Big Ten teams that were supposed to make deep runs, they flamed out. Well, I think it's because the Big Ten, so, you know, spitchy, chewy up and spitchy out. It's like a grind, right? And they think, okay, well, you grinded your way through it in some tough physical, you know, conference and teams. So the, you bring that grit factor to the NCAA tournament, and then all of a sudden, boop, boop, boop. And you boop, have boop, a team bounced. that a lot of people believe is the best team in the conference is Purdue. Look Be- at all the NBA talent, though, in the Big Ten right now. They they do on paper they have a lot of big big ten or uh, look at the all big NBA talent team. but this is like a, this is a prove it you find, you have yeah. to prove it we had high expectations the last two three years they never proved it one of the teams that has to prove it is Purdue Purdue outside Purdue and Illinois are seen as probably the best two teams to make a real run for the Big Ten yeah Purdue when's the last time Purdue ever made a run <laughs> all you talk about when you talk about Purdue basketball is them choking in March Madness. Or some dude who's like seven foot four that they always seem to find that looks like he's like Cro Magnum man. So I, I do think it's this year the Big Big Ten has to prove it. I'm not going to say that they're this great. Was it when they fall flat the last it, three? Was it was it 2000 Michigan State the last time they won NCAA? It, it, it has to be Michigan State. Illinois know. lost the championship game. Yeah. Wisconsin lost the championship game. Uh, Michigan State lost the yep. championship game. That's three off the top of my head. Those were all since 2005. Yeah. Um, one thing we have talked about as the season progresses, like Michigan, when- Michigan lost a championship game too. Yeah. Speaking of Michigan, speaking of Michigan, they, they, men, Michigan might've lost two in that time. Speaking of Michigan men, I got to put a wellness check out on our guy. Polly have not heard from him in a while. Even as messaged yep. him. Victor Fernandez says, yep. Michigan lost twice. Yeah. Uh, wellness check on our guy, Polly, a Michigan man. Um, yeah, I, I, we might have scared him away. Thought you're a little tougher than that, Paulie. We miss you though, bro. All right. So one thing we did talk about, Rowdy, before we get to Rob Reichel coming up here, was when did we start believing in Wisconsin? And for me, it was the Maui Jim Maui Invitational in Las Vegas. You know, what was that? Beating Houston. Johnny Davis says that was the turning point in their season, that Maui tournament. I mean, I think it all just goes back to that Maui tournament. Uh, you know, that gave us a lot of confidence, not only in myself, but the team uh, to go down there and beat, you know, quality opponents. And just, you know, playing three games in three days is a grind, and it really makes you bond together as a team. And I felt like, you know, that was the turning point for us for the whole entire season. Well, yeah, if you remember, remember, though, not only did they beat Houston, who's even despite injuries, has still been a top 15 team this year. Yeah. They came back in that first game to beat Texas A&M. 
Remember, they were down. Yeah. They were down yeah. big in the first half against Texas A and M. The second half, they came. They like came a back. Yeah, won the game. Texas A and M, like a middle of the road yeah. SEC team. And the Houston game, they were up ahead big in the first half, and they had the weather of the storm in the second. And won. And then they ended up finishing. And it was it off. a healthy Houston. Yeah, and then they ended up finishing it off in the championship yep. game. Bring it on home. Because Aaron Rodgers is uh, bringing it on home to the Green Bay Packers. It's official. And now we welcome in president of the Aaron Rodgers fan club, our guy Rob Reichel. Robbie. Zeppelin, too. I, I, we could have went with a whole lot of love, right? Well, you know, we, we could have. Such, such a love fest for, uh, for the return. Well, Robbie, uh, I was going to say a whole lot of love, uh, but I was going to do... Um, for Jordan Love, because a whole lot of love, like, what the hell are we going to do with this guy? You know? Or, 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 or if we really wanted to be sarcastic, we could have went with thank you off of Zeppelin. We could have. And, Rob, I'm never sarcastic. I've never been sarcastic. Not you, baby. Never, ever. <laughs> There's no sarcasm. How are you doing, I'm doing great, Robbie. Love uh, reading your work, uh, Forbes.com, Conley Media as well. And I've gotten a lot of listeners been tweeting me this past week over the Aaron Rodgers news wanting me to ask you, some questions. Oh, there's been some name calling too, Robbie, which I would never do to you. No, 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 no. Because Rob, we all know your infinity, or, or you know, with Aaron Rodgers a little bit. When you saw the news of Aaron Rodgers coming back, what'd you think? Well, you know, you know, you, you know me. I mean, I, I've been firm in my stance. Yeah, I, I think yeah. this team has peaked, and and it was as good as it was going to get in 2020 and 2021. And, and you've got a quarterback who's going to be 39 when we hit the playoffs next year. Evo, he'll have a wonderful regular season. I mean, he'll, he'll throw 40 touchdowns and six interceptions and probably be in the MVP conversation again. But, but I, I think, you know, it, it's amazing, Evo, how short people's memories are. I mean, six, seven weeks ago, after that loss to the 49ers, all I heard from anybody was, it, it's time to turn the page. It's time to tear off the Band-Aid. Let, let, let's start a new era. And, um, you know, it, it, it seems like people forgot in a hurry, Evo, just how bad this guy was in the playoffs against San Francisco six, seven weeks ago. And really, Evo, how mediocre and lousy he has been in the playoffs since 2010 when they, you know, obviously went and won the Super Bowl. And, and, and I won't bore everybody again by going <laughs> through game by game by game. But, Evo, the one constant when you look – you know, at all these losses in, in, in 11 to the Giants and 12 and 13 to the 49ers and 14 to Seattle and in 16 and 19 in NFC title games to Atlanta and San Francisco again, uh, you know, this year against San Francisco. Boy, I'm saying San Francisco a lot, aren't I? The yeah, you definitely are. Him back in, a lot in of PTSD for so, me here. The one constant Evo is lousy quarterback play. And, I mean, it. it hey, again, he's unbelievable in – in September and October and November against, against the Lions and the Bears and the Vikings and, <laughs> and crappy teams. And, and he will be again, Evo. They'll win that nonsense division. They'll win 11, 12, 13 games again because the division is so bad. But, Evo, we've all seen the movie now time and time and time again. It's not a happy ending. And that's why my belief all along was it was time to turn the page, move on, whether that's Jordan Love or somebody else, find that out in 2022 you're, the fascinating thing about, you know, when this broke on Tuesday, Evo, is, yeah. you know, Aaron Rodgers was the story for about 60 minutes. And, and then it became Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody in these parts saw what Green Bay could have reaped in return for Aaron Rodgers, which was a boatload of draft picks and some players. You know, for Denver, uh, or in Seattle's case, I mean, it was, it was two ones, two twos, a three, 
and three really good players. Well, two really good players that drew lock. Um, so, you know, Green Bay could have made a deal like that. Evo found out here in 2022 if Jordan Love could play or not. And if he couldn't, Green Bay could have had all this draft capital heading to 2023, where we believe, at least at this point in time, it's going to be loaded with quarterbacks. And they could have went and looked for the next Joe Burrow or whoever it was and turned the page. And, Evo, that that would have been my plan of attack if I was Brian Gutekunst. Clearly, this management team does not want to be known as the one that started a rebuild or a reload or a retool, whatever whatever term you want to use there, Evil. Mark Murphy, Evil, who's down to three years in office, you know, he, he, at 70 years old, the bylaws say you, you can't be the president of the Green Bay Packers anymore. Oh, really? He's, he's, he's 67 right now. Huh. He clearly doesn't want to, you know, try to start over with a Jordan Love or, or start that new chapter. He wants to roll it back, give it one more chance with Aaron Rodgers, Evo, I, I think it's a bad plan of attack, but it's their plan of attack, and yeah. more power to them. I mean, they're they're the ones sitting in those chairs. They're the ones, you know, who have those amazingly high-paying jobs. But Evo, my prediction is that that, it, that it's not going to work out well. And now underground parking coming up too for those guys. Now underground parking positions of it. power there. Rob Rob Reiser joining us right now. So Robbie, uh, let me ask you. Obviously, the news broke. Rogers coming back. He was the source for Pat McAfee, and then all this information started coming out about this two hundred million dollar contract for four years, one hundred and fifty three million guaranteed, and everyone started to run with it. And then Rogers took to Twitter and refuted it. What have you heard, if anything, about this contract? And what do you think? it would be evil it's going to be in that range Let, let's not kid ourselves with Aaron Rodgers it's, it's always about the money it's always been about the money um he wants to be the highest paid quarterback you know in the league that that 153 guaranteed would put him past what Patrick Mahomes was when he signed his guaranteed deal uh with Kansas City that average of 50 is going to keep him at the top of the quarterback market now Evo, you know I know Rodgers tweeted out those numbers aren't accurate Maybe when it's all said and done, it's going to be 195 or the average is 47 or maybe that 153 we're talking about guaranteed goes to 150. I mean, I, Evo, my, what, what I was told talking to a couple people is those numbers are going to be very, very close. And, and at the end of the day, then, Evo, uh, you know, Green Bay's going to structure it where they give themselves, you know, some cap relief this particular season. They'll try to get a long-term deal now done with, with Devontae Adams, who they put the franchise tag on as yes. well, and try to get some cap relief here. Um, but as we sit today, Evo, they're $46 million over the cap. So even if they save, let, so Rogers, no matter what, Evo. Yeah, how are they going to do it? Do how are they going to do it, Robbie? Well, just, just due to a past prorated signing bonus that Rogers still has on the books, Evo, um, you know, he, there's, there's 19 million Green Bay can't touch, and that's before they even give him a salary. Now, maybe they can save, let's call it 10 to 15 on, on Rodgers, another 10 maybe on Adams. Let, let's call it 20, Evo, maybe 25 at, at best-case scenario. So that's 46 million, let, let's say cut it in half. So now that's 23. Now we start talking about, you know, where do they go from here? Who gets cut next? Um, Zadarius is an easy one. That's 15 million. And now, and now you're getting in the range uh, of being under the salary cap by next Wednesday, which is when they have to do this by, but then Evo, they're, they're going to still have a two or three really tough cuts to make. I mean, to me, the obvious one is Randall Cobb, yeah. which saves you $7 million. But, but what does the quarterback do Evo? If, if that happens, is, is the quarterback going to go bongos? If, if his best friend gets whacked, 
Uh, you know, they can save two and a half on Mason Crosby. They can save two and a half on Mercedes Lewis. Uh, Rogers loves both of those guys. And, and we know he's had a, he's had a louder voice now in the room in terms of some of these decisions. So, so how this plays out, Evo is, is, is going to be fascinating. They, they can rework, uh, you know, two or three other deals and save themselves some money. They can, uh, extend Jair Alexander, uh, which is a, I think a no brainer move anyhow, and, and probably save some money against the cap that way. So they do have some options, Evo, but at the end of the day, they're going to lose some people along the way. I don't, I don't think their odds of getting back, you know, Rasul Douglas and, um, you know, get, getting back the linebacker are, 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 are all that great. I, I, I think they're going to have a hard time with their own free agents. You know, the, the wide receivers that they have on the market, Evo, you know, MBS and Lazard and, 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 and Tunyon's got to get done. Uh, you know, some of those guys are, are going to wind up leaving. So to my initial point, Evo, mm-hmm. that the, the 2022 Green Bay Packers, I think, are going to be really, really – uh, hard pressed to, to match the success of the 2020 or 2021 Green Bay Packers. They'll, they'll still be a nice football team, Evo. But I, you know, I, I know Vegas has them the front runners right now in the NFC. I, I think they're going to take a step backwards, Evo, because they're going to lose some key pieces unless Kudikuns absolutely knocks it out of the park. Uh, when we talk about the NFL draft coming up in April, Evo, um, th- this is a team that's going to have four or five six new starters next year, Ebo, and I, and I don't think the guys stepping in in those particular spots are going to be as good. Rowdy? Robbie, the one thing that I was just looking at, I think I think everyone that looks at the salary cap can come to the point where Zadarius Smith is the odd man out here. That's the easiest cut. But yep. if that number is accurate for Aaron Rodgers or roughly close and they can save the $20, $25 million, they could. I, I think they could easily go extend Jair, extend or cut Preston Smith, and you're right about there. I, I don't. I think we're going to see the Packers try and do the least amount of moves to get there, just so that they can say, "Hey, we'll take the rest of the off season to finally figure out to get back under." If that makes sense, Nelly, I can't see them parting ways with two of those three outside linebackers. When you talk about both the Smith boys and then Rashawn Gary, I just i I think that's too much. I mean. Brian Gutekunst's major plan of attack when, when he's building a defense is to get after quarterbacks. And, um, it, you know, it, you, you, you've seen his affection and his love for outside linebackers since he, since he took over the, this job. You know, not just signing both those Smiths and, and drafting Gary, but, but making complimentary moves then, you know, along the way, even signing guys like, you know, Whitney Merciless and, and people like that, Nelly. So I, I don't think both those Smiths will go. Obviously, like you said, Zadarius is is probably the no brainer. He he's fifteen point three right now. Preston is twelve and a half. Um, you know, you would pick up that amount of money if if you released Preston Smith. But I would think a restructure or a renegotiation maybe on on Preston Smith, where you kick some of that money down the road, makes the most sense. I mean, you're still talking about a team, Nelly. That was 13-4 and four last year, and they only had Zedarius Smith for about 20 snaps during the regular season. And so, you know, I, I, and, then, and then you might, you know, draft an outside linebacker in the first two rounds or something like that if, if you're Brian Gutekunst. I think it's going to be, you know, maybe some of these other guys, Nelly, like, like Randall Cobb to me again, makes perfect sense at $7 million. Mercedes Lewis at 2 and a half. Um, Gutekunst has given every indication he's going to keep Crosby on the roster, but he could certainly pick up some money if he if he moved on from Crosby, who who we know had a, had a really bad year in in 2021, and he 
and he, I think he was 31st guys in field goal accuracy, which is, you know, which, which obviously isn't good. And I know they put a lot of that on the, on, on the staffer and, and, and the holder, but, it, you know, still Crosby has to take a lot of that blame as well. So uh, it, it, it's going to be really interesting, guys, these next six days, who they wind up moving on from, who they wind up restructuring. The bottom line, guys, in, in all this is all they've done is procrastinating on paying their bills. The, the bills have gotten kicked down the road on a lot of these guys. And let's just say they get two more years, guys, out of Rodgers. By 2024, 2025, you're looking at a team that's going to be in salary cap hell, changing over the quarterback, and might have, you know, might be a four, five, six, seven win football team. That's the risk they're running here, you know, by by running it back and trying to give it one last shot with this particular group. And, Run it back. and again, I don't like the plan, but it's their plan, guys. And in the short term, anyways, you know, they're, they're going to win 11, 12 games. People are going to keep flocking to the pro shop. Uh, you know, Murphyville across the street <laughs> Murphy <gonna be> full, <laughs> and, and, and they're, and they're going to make money hand over fist guys hey. uh, because, you know, they're going to win the NFC North and they're, uh, you know, they're going to tell the fans that that was well, an outstanding year. Robbie, I mean, Murphyville right now, that's funny. Well, c- couldn't you say though, that once Aaron Rodgers does, if he were to leave the Packers, wouldn't Murphyville then quickly turn into Hooverville? Because wouldn't the Packers be a poverty franchise without Aaron Rodgers? If they don't, <laughs> if they don't see what I did there, if they don't have Aaron Rodgers, do they even make the playoffs? Like the, uh, for me personally, Rodgers, I mean, Vegas has him as the NFC favorite. If you have Jordan Love, I'm not a believer in Jordan Love. I, I'll be curious to get your opinion on what they're going to do with Jordan Love one second here. But if no Rodgers, no playoffs, and then what? You're stuck in no Hall of Fame quarterback and you're in purgatory like a bunch of NFL teams. People forget real quick, Evo, that you know the, the first year they transitioned between Favre and Rodgers, they were 6-10. and 10. And guess what? The franchise survived. I mean, this is a bedrock staple franchise of the National Football League, Evo. Um, they've been around 100 years. They, they've survived the loss of, of, of Bart Starr and Brett Favre. They'll survive of, of, of Aaron Rodgers. They, they survived the loss of, of Horning and Lombardi and, 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 and Curley back, you know, back in the you know, 1940s. Evo, this, this franchise will prosper no matter who is under center. And, and, and to your point, you know, so no uh, how would they be on the field in 2022 with Jordan Love? Even they'd probably be 500 at best. They, they, you know, but but again, you're looking at a division right now where I would say with Chicago and with uh, Detroit, you're looking at two of the probably worst eight rosters in the league, and Minnesota has one of the bottom 10 or 12. You could probably still win the division with Jordan Love. Now, does anybody care? I don't know. Probably not if you go 9-8 and eight and, and win that division. But my point, Evo, is you know the, the Packers are so much greater than just one player. We, we have found that out through the course of history and through the course of time. You know, Most recently with Favre, you know, 14, 15 years ago, you'll find it out again with Aaron Rodgers. They have 100,000 people, Evo, on the waiting list. They, they they tell people they're going to sell a piece of paper for three hundred dollars. Yeah. Call it, you know, well, they make like sixty four million off of that. Sixty eight. And they and they you know and, and every every six seven eight years when they trot one of those out there, Evo, a hundred thousand people go and buy that piece of paper. So, um, you know, again, Evo, in the short term there would have been some pain. Um, mm. I, I think what they've done, Evo, is they procrastinated on the short term 
uh, procrastinated on the pain. I think that's coming in the middle part of the decade. Okay, yeah. All they've done, Ebo, is delayed it. All right, Rob, before I let you go, um, i got to ask, what the hell happens with Jordan Love? Because his future is not with the Packers. What happens with Jordan Love here? In your Great opinion? question. I mean, kind of, kind of two thoughts on this, Ebo. Number one, you do need a good backup, right? And, and from Green Bay's perspective, they have one on the roster now. They, they could keep him. But Rodgers' agent and uh, Jordan Love's agent are the same guy. It's David Dunn. My guess is uh, when, a lot of these, when a lot of this discussion was going on, Evo, in terms of numbers and contracts for Rodgers, a lot of it, too, centered on where do you go with Jordan Love. Um, you know, first-round draft picks, Evo, just don't wait anymore to play. And, and this will be year three for Jordan Love. The, the, the last quarterback taken in round one, Evo, that was not a starter by, by the third year, or at least given a chance to be a starter, amazingly was Aaron Charles Rogers back from the 05 to 07 range where he sat on the bench behind Brett Favre. Um, could they keep him on the bench for one more year and hope for the best, Evo? Absolutely. Um, I think it's a really good time personally to trade him. It's a weak quarterback market. Um, you can yeah. probably recoup a second round pick for Colts, him. Robbie. You saw yesterday, Evo. You saw yesterday what uh, you know Washington gave up for for Carson Wentz. I I think you know I, I think you can get at least a you can get a second for Jordan Love if you moved him right now, Evo, and, and give the kid a chance to play somewhere else. You know me. I always wanted to see what he could do in Green Bay, but I I, I think he's going to be on a different roster, Evo. There's six, seven, eight teams we know about right now that still don't have a quarterback. Uh, you know, for 2022, I don't think a second round pick is out of line whatsoever. Unbelievable. Uh, Rob, usually, Unbelievable. usually Unbelievable. we have a little Led Zeppelin on the way out, but I mean, you said it a couple times. I know it's you would have done. I got a little Bob Seeger turned the page for you, Robbie, because I know you would have turned the page on it. Um, well, Brian Gutekunst, it, 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 Brian Gutekunst, not a Seeger fan. Brian Gutekunst, not a Bob Seeger fan. I could usually wind up wrong, uh, but we're talking about a quarterback who hasn't won a big playoff no, you're good, bro. since 2010. Bro. And he won it in 20, and he won it at 27 years old, Evo. He's pushing 40 these days. I just, you know, I, I don't think this is the best plan of attack. We, we've watched him fail in the postseason time and time and time again here over the past decade, and I just, I just don't see that narrative changing. Robbie, I love it. Dude, I love it when you come on here because it, it makes everyone like kind of pucker their buttholes a little bit. Like, what did he just say? <laughs> he said, what about he said, what about the king, Aaron Rodgers? I, I never silence anyone's transmission. I love the varying opinions on it all. And that's why I love reading your work at Forbes.com, Conley Media, your Twitter account at Rob Reichel. Before I let you go, Robbie, what are we thinking of the Big Ten tournament? Or are you more focused on March Madness for the Badgers? Well, I mean, don't you guys think, and you're obviously even closer to it than I am, I think they've got to at least win a game um, to, to hold on to that two seed and, and hopefully get themselves a trip and a pass through Milwaukee. Um, I think if they go out in the first round tomorrow in uh, whatever that would be, the 2-7 or the two ten game, um, I, I think they're in real trouble and might have to, uh, not trouble, but maybe that they're a three yeah. and that pass doesn't take them, you know, down there through the Pfizer forum. So, um, Evo, I, I've never been a huge fan of, of getting to Sunday in that tournament because I, I don't think then you get a whole lot of rest. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if your seed is solidified, and I think Wisconsin can kind of lock down a two seed and maybe a trip through Milwaukee by winning tomorrow. Um, I, I almost don't even care what happens Saturday because, you know, playing three games in three days takes a lot out of you. Sure. And then sometimes you have to turn around and play the Thursday game in the NCAA tournament. That's a lot to ask out of these 
kids. So, Evo, I just I want him to win at least one game. I want to see that Johnny's healthy, yeah, he's, and, yeah, he's uh, and then keep my fingers crossed that this road takes us down, down through Milwaukee. Robbie, we absolutely love you, man. Thanks for the insight, and uh, I know you're a diehard Badger fan like I am. So go Bucky, Robbie. We love you, man. Have a good Thursday and a great weekend. All right, lots of love, right back at you guys. See you, buddy. Take care. Here's a little Bob okay, Seger for you. See you, see you, Robbie. Jordan Love. What a conundrum. We'll get to him, but first, how about the quarterback carousel happening in the NFL? I don't think people think too much of that draft class coming up, eh, Routes? Not much. Not much in the next two draft classes unless you have a lower prospect that is obviously being underrated comes out and is like a Tom Brady type. So on the same day, uh, Aaron Rodgers announced he's coming back to the Packers, and then Russell Wilson gets traded. To the Denver Broncos. My God. So Russ is with the Broncos, and the Seahawks in return got a bunch of draft picks. Noah, was it Noah Fant and Drew Locke? I think there were some other parts in there, uh, but those are the names, I guess. But if you go look at uh, where Russ is now with the Denver Broncos, and you check out that AFC, right, and you look at uh, well, the West, the AFC West, what a loaded division of quarterbacks. Mahomes, Carr, Herbert, Wilson. Wow, that's pretty tough. Now, th- what did they say? Like, didn't Hackett and th- they were on Russ for a while? Do you believe that? No. <laughs> I think you're on Rodgers. Yeah, I think he was definitely the backup plan, mm-hmm. but that's a pretty solid backup plan. Big time. And so that was, uh, what day was that? That was Tuesday when that all unfolded. And then what did we see yesterday? Uh, G-Dub and our Dougie, our resident Washington Commanders fans, I got to get used to saying that. It sounds like USFL or something or AAF. The Washington Commanders traded for Carson Wentz. And their Super Bowl odds immediately went, went down. down. <laughs> right? You're not joking, right, Rowdy? Like, that happened. That's what I saw. That's what I saw on Twitter. Did and I don't co- believe the person to be joking. Did it coincide with anybody else leaving? <laughs> anybody else getting cut? I saw some articles coming out that Washington is not a destination for people. And they have not been for quite some time. Mm, no. Not well. I mean, Dan Snyder's an idiot. Why yeah. would you want to go play for that guy? Even before all this other stuff came out, nobody wanted to play for him. Yeah. So Carson Wentz now is a uh, commander and rowdy. Hi, well, sir. You yeah. know what else is? Not only is there a lot of quarterbacks on the move, but there are a lot of. I, I wouldn't say on the move, but there are a lot of free agent top echelon linebackers that are now yeah, officially out there. Because who got, Cause just got cut? Devondre, yeah, Devondre Campbell yeah. is obviously a free agent. Packers just had him. He's a pro bowler. Yep. Bobby Wagner was a past pro bowler. Long time Seahawks. The, the, Cowboys, the, Cow- well, the Cowboys one just said he's not going to take Mar- a pay cut. Yeah, he, he Cow- hasn't been cut yet, though. But he's Cowboys not taking a pay cut. are rumored to be uh, getting rid of Van Der Esch. Yeah, and, uh, and was Jordan, possibly Jordan's uh, where? Yeah. Because he said he's not taking a pay cut. And Jordan Hicks was just released he's by been, the Cardinals. Yep. Those those four or five linebackers all have all pro type. Pick them up. We'll pick them up. All pro type ability. I don't normally yeah. do this, but pick them up. Well, yeah, Sell you're right, Rowdy. Partners. And then there's this. So with Carson Wentz going to the Commanders, there now is a uh, an opening for the Indianapolis Colts. Who's even on the roster anymore for quarterbacks with Carson Wentz gone? It's Sam Ellinger out of Texas. And James Morgan. Who? Yep. Who's actually out from a Schwabanon. Yep. A former like six. For real? Yeah. yeah. Where do he play his ball? Uh, Florida International. Oh. 
Okay. So former sixth round pick Sam Ellinger and former Jets fourth rounder James Morgan. I think it was FIU. Jamie yep, Morgan. you're right. Yep, yep. Nice. Birthplace, Green Bay, Wisconsin. School, Florida International. Yes, but those are the two guys. Two guys that really have no experience in the NFL. Yeah. I would bet pretty much my entire bank account that none of those guys start week one. Probably not. The question now is who will? <laughs> That's the question. Jonathan Taylor, here, Wildcat. Wow. Here, here is the uh, the short list for the Colts. Derek Carr, Ooh. Kirk Cousins. See ya. Uh, real quick on, on Kirk Cousins. That uh, that meme, that tweet you sent us yesterday, already. That was fake, right? That was. I don't want to get. I want to get ball sack sport again. Yeah, I I'm not. I I can't. Uh, I don't want to get boomer. I can't, I can't confirm. I don't want to get boomer. If that was real or not, or deny. I feel like that was fake, but it was funny. Um, <laughs> Kirk Cousins on the short list for the Colts. Jimmy Garoppolo. Now they said his shoulder surgery isn't going to be affecting much. Teddy Bridgewater, Jameis Winston, Nick Foles, and then finally on the short list for the Indianapolis Colts, Jordan Love. Okay, read those. Read those names again. One of these names is not like the other. Derek Carr. Okay, that's a legit that's a legit quarterback for the Colts to go after. Kirk Cousins. Another legit one. Jimmy Garoppolo. Another legit one. Teddy Bridgewater, a.k.a. Really Teddy think, Two Gloves. Do you really think Teddy Bridgewater is a legit quarterback that can, you can win a Super Bowl with? No. Because if you look at that Indianapolis team, they have a good defense. They have a decent they offensive have, line. Yeah, a good offensive line. They obviously have a good running back. Now, there's a little bit more to be desired at the skilled positions, as in wide receiver and tight end, but it's not like you're awful. You need a quarterback. Do you really think Teddy Bridgewater is a quarterback that can still win a Super Bowl? No. Like, those other three guys are clearly better than Teddy Bridgewater. But Kirk Cousins is going to come with a huge price tag. Mm Mm-hmm. Derek, Derek Carr, Carr would come with a bigger price tag. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. I think that would probably be their best available one just because he's coming off an injury. We know that San Francisco likes Trey Lance or they wouldn't have drafted him. And John Lynch was accidentally <laughs> yes. favoring tweets about getting rid of Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo G at the end he's of like, the year. What did he say? I was yeah. at ch- he said he was at church. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I was at church and my finger like slipped in come my on, pocket John. or something. It was Tuesday morning. <laughs> He said he was at church and like his finger must have accidentally hit something. Oh, oh no. He's like, I was getting right with the Lord, dude. I wasn't on Twitter. <laughs> Jameis Winston is another quarterback on that but list. I, okay. If, if I was rating it, my top guy would be Derek Carr. Number yeah, one. Oh, yeah. Derek Carr's a baller. Yeah. Number two would be Kirk Cousins. Yep. What about I, Jameis Winston? I would put number three. Or Jimmy Garoppolo. I, mean. I would put in Jimmy G. And then Jameis Winston. What about Nick Foles? Nick Foles. And then Jordan Love. I don't think Nick Foles is that good. You look at what Nick Foles has done. He Super had like Bowl champ. Two and a half good years in the NFL. Philly special. Him and Winston are below those top three. I'd have Bridgewater below them. Yeah. I feel like if you if you're looking for upside, Jordan Love has more up. <laughs> JT will take it to the house. Oh. <laughs> good thing I got a dump button. Man. Plus, I mean, you got Naheem Hines there. You got Marlon Mack. <laughs> but if you, if you, That's funny. If you look at what is expected to happen, Kirk Cousins probably is hard to move, especially when you still have Delvin Cook and you still have Jordan Jefferson or Justin Jefferson. They're probably not going to look to move Kirk Cousins in the last year of his deal. I would think they probably go all in and probably try to win. I doubt now with some of the movement that Derek Carr would be someone that has moved. I think your best possibilities is you're looking, and it sounds like the Saints have started clearing cap space. They yeah. restructured yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, DeAndre Jordan this morning and another player. 
I think they re-sign Jameis Winston. But well, that I mean, leaves, who else they play a quarterback? That, that leaves Jimmy uh, G. Don't give me Taysom Hill. That leaves... I'm going to have to jump an F-bomb again. Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> that leaves Jordan Love. if Because he was one of the names that was... And yeah. I would take Jordan Love just for the ceiling over Teddy Bridgewater. Well, we got to talk Jordan Love coming up here because obviously the future of Jordan Love does not belong with the Green Bay Packers. He is uh, in the, he's not long for this world wearing the green and gold. I'll say that much. We got news of the weird coming up. And what I was trying to say was that Jonathan Taylor is really good, and he would just take it to the house. B-Rail yeah. says that I need yeah. to watch it because Ben may come after me for my Foles take. I don't know if that's really that. Uh, Listen, we love Ben Kenny, but I'm not scared of. I, I don't think it's that, that cruel of a take, to be completely oh, yeah. honest. Just go look at his stats. Well, how about this take? Our guy G-Dub says, who called in earlier today about 50 minutes ago and said he doesn't care for Nick Cage, he's a bad actor. G-Dub says, Nick Foles is the Nick Cage of the NFL. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, he had like <laughs> he, he had like two and a half good years, like a couple of those early movies, and then that, uh, that last half year is when he knocked out uh, National Treasure 1 and 2. <laughs> Well, you got gone at sixty. Got faced off. You know, you got Con Air. There was a yeah. Little, that was his. That was his yeah. two good seasons early on, yeah. and then he comes back with a really good boom, boom, and then you haven't heard from him. <laughs> he was third string in Chicago, and when he was in, it was tough. <laughs> right, Seriously, got- go look up his stats. He had like two and a half good years. He's been in there for over a decade. <laughs> I need some Orbit's gum. Anyone got some Orbit's gum? Dirty mouth. Yeah, dirty mouth. That just some, shows you how much I like Jonathan Taylor. Dude's yeah. just going to F and take it to the house. F and take it to the house. I don't know. I've not done that. Whoops. I've not done that in like seven years of accidentally slipping out. J.A. Krebs, I see you, brother. I see your tweets. And I laughed at them. I laughed in a good way. I love the varying opinions. Hey, don't forget. Well, we're going to know who's right here in about five years. That's going to be us. Well, it'll either be the Packers be or the, the Packers stands or the Roger stands. Roger stands will reign supreme. Only Rudy. only one of them can be right. You know why the Roger stands are going to reign supreme? Because we got high T. High T. Hey, don't forget this Saturday, last call to arms here. I mean, Friday is like absolute dead nuts deadline here. But we would like to know because we have to give a, um, a final total to the the guys at Madison Indoor Golf Center. If you want to sign up and be a part of our Mad- or, um, our indoor golf simulator outing from noon to 5 at Madison Indoor Golf Center right off of Stoughton Road, go sign up right now, madcitysportsone.com, all the details right there. It's going to be a damn good time, and we'll get the golf game all dialed in. We just got we just stacked up a bunch of prizes yesterday. For the yeah, we got, we got all the prizes together yesterday, putting the groups together right now. It's going to be a good time. So go sign up, madcitysportsone.com. The razor's edge on the way. Got a tough beat last night in the Big Ten Tournament. But let's go to the phones quick. Good morning. Who's this? Morning. Hey. What's going on? Bobby. Bobby. I didn't know if I was on the air. Normally I hear like a... You are looking live on air, baby. Okay. First, I have to regress. Did I hear Charlie talk about blood clots yesterday? (laughs) Yeah, we're in pantyhose, so he doesn't get blood clots. Okay, is there anybody in the planet that knows him that's worried about him having a blood clot? <laughs> I would be more worried about him getting a cut and bleeding to death. Yeah, it's a lot of alcohol in that system. Blood clot. <laughs> I, so, told, I told Charlie that the Grim Reaper, like, Charlie is death proof. There's no way he'll ever die. He'll live on forever. Yeah, he was uh, the walking zombie when I met him the one time. <laughs> so, Robbie, I... Cannot tell you how much I love your boy Robbie. Oh, I know. Robbie is very divisive. He can preach, brother. Preach. <laughs> Listen, 
I heard an analogy yesterday that I thought was perfect. Rogers is a dude going up to the all-you-can-eat buffet and loading up three plates of to eat mm-hmm. and then leaving the scraps for the people behind him. <laughs> uh, I, I got another good one for you, Bobby, that I read. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is the super hot chick that you got to tell she's pretty every day. Oh, dude, I saw that on uh, <laughs> Facebook, I think, and I thought it was amazing. <laughs> so, listen, I'm glad that Rodgers is back. Listen, I know that we have a better chance to win with him, and I'm, I'm not against that. But you're either a team player or you're not, and it's either about the money or it's not. So you cannot say in one half of your face, it's not about the money, and then take $200 million. Robbie, I got, or sorry, Bobby, I got a question for you. Certainly. This one more pointed towards you, especially because I watched Roadhouse earlier this week. <laughs> God bless you, by the way. <laughs> was it not you? You Rode underrated that six, movie. Was it six and, six and a half? very disappointed. Well, I, it should have got a seven just for the sex on the rooftop and the monster truck. And the, and the, and the roundhouse. Just for those two. And the roundhouse I kicks. did come into Ebo the next day, and I said, you know, that had a lot of 80s cheese in it. Yeah. And that's and Rowdy, yeah, it's a victim of time, right? For Rowdy and Rodeo. But I, w- I will say this: I wanted it's a little analogy for you with the Rodgers because I know you're you're anti Rodgers right now. And no, I'm not. See, that was the whole point for my call. Is I'm not anti Rodgers. I love the fact that he's our quarterback. I'm anti Rodgers when it comes to saying one thing and clearly doing another. That's the thing is I'm not anti Rodgers. I'm super. Well, we don't we don't know the back. contract details yet, but. Well, we did. Yeah, we did well, quote the Charles Barkley. He's the pretty girl that you have to tell her she's pretty. Yeah. Here, here's my analogy. Say you're just some dude. And we'll say this dude's about a six and a half on a on a scale out of ten, kind of like Roadhouse. Uh, and brutal. And we have different rating schedules because mine's a nine point five. But <laughs> he's a six point five, and he's got this ten. And, but he's got to tell her she's hot every single day. Is he going to do that and live with it? Or is he going to let her go and say, ooh, right now the, the sea and the, the pool out there is only a bunch of fives? Okay, I think that's an amazing analogy because it's 100% on spot. He absolutely will tell her, and then he will run out of energy. And he'll be like, hey, this chick is way too much maintenance. I cannot do it anymore. It's time to move on. That's and that is the perfect example because we all dated the super odd chick. And then there's that point where, yeah, you're just too much work for me. It's time for me to move forward. Mine's and low maintenance. Mine's where mine's- we are. Bobby, my Go wife's ahead. a 15 out of 10, and she's low maintenance. Well, how about this? See, we put that's a- why you kept her, because she was low maintenance. If she was a 15, oh, I, hey. she was high maintenance, hey. and you were working 60 hours a week just to put bobbles on her, Bobby, you'd run out of steam. I had to I had to, I had had to. to wait through some crazy for a couple of years. Don't get it twisted. Right. So that's, you guys just made my point. Well, I mean, Bobby, you want her. I just you want I have a hot wife. It sounds like- you want her to be low maintenance. But I married the hot one. It sounds like we're putting up with the 10 for four more years, though. <laughs> That's my point. Bobby, we love you, buddy. we got to work 60 to 70 hours a week to keep putting her bobbles on her and telling her bobbles. how pretty she is. Bob, in my book, you're a 10 out of 10, baby. We love you. <laughs> All right. Tell Robbie that he's got at least one guy back. You know? Okay, you got to see I support Robbie. <laughs> Much love to that brother. See you, preach on, preach on, preach on. Hey, see you, buddy. Have a great day, boy. But- hey, I'm heading by the Dells. I'm going for a bike ride. <laughs> Dude, don't tell later. Z and the D. See you, bud. 
A very divisive topic. We got Bobby calling in. He's on Rob Reichel's side. I got tweets coming in saying Rob's the biggest clown they've ever heard. I got Billy calling in saying, what the hell is everyone talking about? I got uh, other people saying, okay, why the hell are we freaking on Rodgers when the details of the contract are already out yet? But here's one thing I think we all can agree on. Jordan Love and his future with the Green Bay Packers is done. Jordan Love is destined to be on another team. We'll get into it, but first, let's go to the phones. Good morning. Who's this? What up, fellas? Mitch and Madison. Oh, my guy, Mitch and Madison in the house. What's up, homie? Well... I have to address our boy. Oh, Rob yeah, your, your, buddy, your buddy Rob Reichel. Rob Reichel, a.k.a. Kmart Skip Bayless. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just uh, not nice. No, no, that, you know I love it. It's all in fun. No, can we, I mean, can uh, we get a Kmart check? How many Kmarts are still? I think there's still... like one left. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I think I read an article about Kmarts. I gotta... There was one in the cross when I was there, but that's been four or five years now. Only four Kmarts are left in the U.S. and two are in New Jersey. Oh, God. As an article from February 20th. Nice. nice. So, I mean, that, that kind of helps my point here, too. <laughs> um, but, but listen, if you guys remember back Kmart. when Rogers got suspended last year, he was so giddy because he's like, Oh, this is gonna give a chance for love to show us to what he blossom. can do, and he's he's gonna. He, I think he said he's gonna ball out. You can run the tape, but he he went on and on about how love was gonna do great, and he played like an absolute donkey. <laughs> and where was Reichel after that happened? Nowhere. I think it was you in know? Appleton so, area. Yeah, right. But like, you, it, it's. I don't see, like, I get theoretically what he's like. If we were to trade Rodgers and get all those picks and this and that, I get that we would get a lot for him right now. But no matter how much you dislike the guy, no matter how much you can twist certain things to point out how, quote-unquote, terrible he's been in the playoffs, and he hasn't been amazing, but to, to put that last loss on him is... Well, Aaron Rodgers certainly didn't. You know, do anything to help win the game, but he didn't do anything to lose the game either. I I, I put the first blame on special teams, and before that, you look at um, Kevin King. The defense, uh, the defense is the main foe here for the Packers in the playoffs. They were giving up what on average thirty six points a game before the stretch that just happened. Yeah, they were roughly giving up thirty six and scoring about twenty six per game. Now Rodgers didn't help his cause with that game, but my God, oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. But then he, you know, for him to be like. Well, it's always been about the money for Rodgers. I, I don't buy that. I really think, and maybe I'm wrong, and I'll be the first one to say, hey, I am wrong if that happens, but I really think that the reason why the specific terms of the deal haven't been thrown out is because he is working in tandem with Adams to try to make it work for everybody. Oh. I don't know about you, I don't know about you, but I think that Rodgers would not be happy being the highest paid player in the NFL on a crap team. Like, I don't think that's what he's about. Here's what my hope is, because I love when he can just sock it to some of these big J journalists. Right. That they're all there. And I saw some people reporting about how Rodgers was pictured at a tarmac yesterday uh, with Shane Lee and Woodley talking about how he's all Hollywood. It's like, you cover the Green Bay Packers. You're going full TMZ because you hate the guy, because you're a vax, you're the vax police is essentially what it is. And then no, 100%. No, 110%. So then you look at Rodgers, right? It's I hope this is my biggest hope that Rodgers does take this very team-friendly deal and less money and just sticks it to all the people that are trying to say how selfish he is. That's my biggest hope. I don't don't know if it will happen, but that's my hope. 
And he's that petty that he would do that. Too. I hope That's he does. All right, Rowdy, yeah. I think yeah. you, well, could you imagine if he takes like over the next four years, it's like 60 million. Right. Or to pull like a Bobby where it's like, he's, he just really stretches it out. <laughs> Bobby. Bonilla. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, lastly, and then I'll, I'll let you guys go. Lastly, uh, what, what you guys should do uh, Rowdy too. If you, if you want to make some easy bets, cause I've been doing this. Whenever you have Robbie on, ask him his opinion on certain things, and then just bet the opposite, and you'll be in the money. Because that's how that's how it's been, you know. So that's all I got. Mitch, be nice hearing from you, man. Yes, sir. Bye. <laughs> oh, yeah, the big scuttlebutt with uh, the people that you know want the the. In- right, right, it goes to Mount Notice. The journalistic integrity, right, on Mount Notice now. Ethics, ethics. They, they want, Same thing. I, I put all my opinions aside, and I just strictly cover the Green Bay Packers. And then I see people that say that and pretend to do that, losing their minds that how dare Aaron Rodgers be pictured at a tarmac coming off of a well, private plane with Shane know is the people like, that Who cares what he does in his personal life? The people that openly say that are the ones that openly do it. Yeah, it's called projection. And boy, do a lot of people project. So I actually never really knew a ton or really cared about the definition of like psychology when it comes to projection. But man, once I got into the professional world, it's, it's all over. You get, uh, I don't know if, I don't know if it's just the radio business or I'm sure it's in all businesses walks of life, but my God, Rowdy, the amount of people that say one thing and do another. Now, the older I get, the more jaded I get. And the more I realize people are just, a-holes? I think I've been jaded since 13. When did you get hit by that car? 12. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> so I've always been the guy that I'm always a glass half full guy. I'm trying to be positive about everything. But these past two years, man, the amount of people that say one thing and force you to do one thing, but they do the complete opposite and then act like they are like God's gift to rules and laws and regulations, but they don't abide by any of them, but make everyone else abide by them. Those people, oof, I almost did it again. I almost dropped the F-bomb. Suck. They're the worst. Go look in the mirror and slap yourself in the face as hard as you can. I'm trying to knock some sense into you. So, Rowdy, back to Jordan. I could, I could, I'll get off my soapbox there. Rowdy, back to Jordan Love. Now, the question on Jordan Love is, is this right here. Love stinks. Love stinks. This guy stink or what? See, I don't, I don't, think, he, I don't think you can say for a matter of fact he stinks. From what I've seen on the field, he looked like he stunk. But can you get a second-round pick for him? That's like the scuttlebutt out there. Actually, let me rephrase that. I don't think you can say he's going to suck or stink right now. I think it's still up in the air. There's still a lot of, you know, we talk about ceilings, right? In, In all of sports, when you talk about prospects or draft picks and and intangibles, you talk about ceilings. Yeah. Jordan Love's got a high ceiling. He's got a hell of an arm. He's got a lot of athletic ability. He's played at a really high level in college football. He's shown some flashes. But ceilings, like in all type of prospects, are not what they actually are. Yeah. Now, he's got a high ceiling, but there's there's guys in this draft that are coming out. Like One is Kenny Pickett. He's supposed to be one of the top quarterbacks coming out in the draft, even though he's got small hands. He eight and a half, and, same as Ben Kenny and myself. Well, him and Jordan Love are almost close to the same age. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's not like Jordan Joe, Love is Joe so Burrow's old, older than Jordan yeah, Love. It's not like he's so old. It's like, man, this guy's been around. Yeah, he's been around for a long time, but he was young when he got into the league. 
Andy's had a lot of these mishaps with the COVID and the lack of training camp, the injuries, the lack of preseason. I don't think you can throw him away, but with the Packers having Aaron Rodgers and being a four-year contract, I just don't think he fits the Packers' plans. I think if you get a third rounder, I'd take it. I'd take it too. All right, Ben Kenny, I got to bring you in here. No, I love this. Beers and taco on Twitter. Obviously. Oh, my guy. Yeah, I think I am now in the cross. You were once in the crosshairs. I'm now in the crosshairs. I don't think he listens uh, fully. He must be like distracted, either playing with himself or maybe looking at his phone. But what I said about the Packers defense, put your little Willie away, dude, and listen, clean the ears out. What it is, is I said the defense prior to the run that just happened for the Packers in the playoffs was the fault. They gave up, what, 36 points on average. The defense played out of their minds against the San Francisco 49ers. The defense gave up. What did the defense only allow? Three points? Yeah, three. The well, defense played out of their you minds. You could argue three ten. Points, it was a long Debo Samuel return on the kickoff. Yeah. So borderline zero. So uh, Beers and Taco, who once, when we met him and his buddy Caleb, we had a we loved these guys, have a blast with them. The first experience we had, we realized how much they hate Ben Kenny. Well, it's because it's of Jack Cohn. Now I'm in the crosshairs because of Aaron Rodgers. It always has to do with the quarterback right. with our guys. I, I love partying with them. I love the guys. He said, are you high? I wish. The defense, the same defense that give him up a touchdown at home. Yes. Again, what I said was the defense played out of their minds in this game against the Niners. In all years previous in the playoffs, they allowed almost 36, over 36 points. Aaron Rodgers definitely didn't help the cause of him being bad in the playoffs. But I'm saying in that game, number one blame for me is special teams. Number two blame is Aaron Rodgers. And then go from there. But Ben, the the crosshairs are firmly placed on me now of beers and tacos. I think everything on Twitter. you just said is right. Thank you. I don't think I've, any of it is debatable. I've never been wrong. So I appreciate that. Ben, Rowdy. When it comes to Jordan Love, now Rowdy said third round pick, and I love you beers and tacos. My favorite thing ever is when the first meeting between him, his buddy Caleb, and you, Ben Kenny. <laughs> I wish I, I accidentally dropped the F-bomb on air today. I said JT's going to run it to the house. Dump button mm. work. Twitch Twitch got it. But I've been almost, I'm all on the edge lately of saying an F-bomb. I wish I could have saved my one F-bomb for what uh, the story of when it felt. <laughs> Rowdy and I are doing it at the Red Zone Madison for the Zone Blitz pregame bash before a Badger game. And Ben, it was your first experience, or was it your second, second tailgate? Second tailgate. And we're standing there. We're standing there talking to two guys as listeners. One's Caleb and one is Beers and Taco here on, on Twitter. And Ben starts talking. Like, and I referred to Ben. He's like, you're Ben Kenny? And Rowdy, what did the guy say to Ben Kenny? He goes, yes, I am. And he goes, F you, Ben Kenny. But he said the full word. It was one of the funniest things. Fudge you, Ben Kenny. <laughs> did he give you the double birds too? Oh, yeah. That was incredible. I love this guy. Oh, yeah, but where I'm from, that's called saying hi. Oh, and he says right here, I don't hate Ben either. All capitals letters. I don't hate Ben either. I wish him nothing but the best with his new show. Cheers. So, yeah, tonight, Ben, tell the fine folks real quick what's happening tonight. Zach Heilprin and myself, Kenny and Heilprin, 6 to 7 p.m. It is the area's first and only and definitely the best because it is the only Badger sports show. Yeah, no one ever talks any Badgers at all. Just pure Badgers. Only Badgers, nothing else. We're not talking about Aaron Rodgers. It's all tonight. We're what if Rodgers is like, says, actually, I'm retiring. I'm going to be the quarterback's coach for Wisconsin. Well, then we might, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> what do you mean, um, unfortunately? Concern after Wisconsin's loss to Nebraska, Big Ten tournament preview, pro day, all that good stuff. 
Your thoughts on Heilprin's new profile picture? Oh, I commented on it. it do you? I like the old one. What? Is He's it? got a lay on. No, does he have a Hawaiian shirt on, or is it the bouquet that his bride's holding? I can't quite tell. I don't know, but like half of her, or not even half, like one tenth of her face is in it. I know. I did say it was a tough scene for to be the bride there to get cut out of the photo. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with you on that one. Especially, especially had that one picture for so long. Now he gets a new one, newly married, and then cropped out. He did say she doesn't like sports, but hopefully she doesn't also have social media. No, like mine, Ebo's definitely cropped a little bit, but you could see the structure. Well, I mean, you can only fit so much into the picture, right? So I get it. All right, so Rowdy, back. What were you talking about? Back Jordan Love. Jordan Love. So <laughs> yeah. beers and taco threw me off. Ben, Ben, someone crops not to... you out. Heilpin crops his wife out. The only thing I cropped out of mine was the beer I was holding. Hmm. Yeah, nice. What beer was it? Bush Light. Back. Then. Oh, you can't crop out a Bush Light. Oh, nice. Unbelievable. So Rowdy, third round pick for Jordan Love. <laughs> That's what I would go with. I would take it. I would take it. I've seen as high as a two, but I don't know if well, I believe that. Okay, you look at where Jordan Love is at. Jordan Love is now. Been there. He's got two more years this year and next year where he'll be under contract. Then a potential option. If Aaron Rodgers plays out the next four years, that means you're going to have to make a decision on if you want to sign Jordan Love, you want to let him go trade him. If Aaron Rodgers plays out that four years, Jordan Love will not be on this roster. I, I kind of feel bad for Jordan Love to a degree. Uh, yes, Ben. Well, I definitely feel bad for him in terms of draft picks. If the Colts, Oh, the, can get I feel like he's going to the Colts third round picks for Carson Wentz and his $30 million and erratic turnovers. Nice the sticks. Packers can get a two for Jordan Love. The, I'd rather have Jordan Love start week one for my team than Carson Wentz. I just can't get over Carson Wentz. Depends on what my team looks Spraining like. Spraining both That's of that. his ankles on the same play. If I, I just had, can't get over if it. I'm, if I'm the Indianapolis Colts and they currently have a good defense, a good offensive line, obviously good running game. I would rather have a Carson Wentz. If I had like more of like a Cincinnati Bengals type makeup, I would probably rather take Jordan Love. Oh, I'd argue the exact opposite. Oh. I want a guy that'll make all the right decisions. Hear me out. Indianapolis Colts starting quarterback, Jack Cohn. Okay. <laughs> well, I would say okay, if he well. had, I will say this. He's got a hell of a shot at being the starter if if they draft him and the three guys on the roster are Sam Ellinger, Jack Cohn, and James Morgan. Yeah, Jack yeah. Cohn's the best. <laughs> what a what a what a quarterback room for the Colts right now. I love has got to be going somewhere. Like love is not going to be a Packer. Oh, they're going to offer for him, especially when it, it happens all the time with other positions as well. When you enter a draft that is so bad at one position, you see a lot of the guys already in the league overvalued in terms of draft night trades, pre-draft yeah, trades. Yeah. Yeah. I think Jordan loves traded because I rowdy mentioned it. He's younger or as old as some of the guys coming out and he, ha- he still has the ceiling. He hasn't impressed the and tutelage I, of Aaron Rodgers. Right, he's he's been in an NFL building that's good at developing quarterbacks. I th- I think a two for him is realistic, especially as Andrew Brandt says, deadline spur action. Well, he's been wrong a lot lately too, though. But yes, but he says deadline spur action, yeah. which is very true. Once the draft gets closer, I could see teams being more desperate to get love because you have Jimmy G that could be on the move. You have Kirk Cousins Your that buddy could be Nick on the Foles, move. True, Mitch Trubisky. Once all that stuff is done, Mitch Trubisky's gonna be real hot in the market. By the way, which is hilarious. Yep. He's going to go to New York. Well, he's an N, he's an NVP, Nickelodeon's valuable player, first I one mean, ever. Rowdy, you can say something. No, I was just basically with Jordan Love. I think when you look at what he has had to go through, the losing 
of uh, the offseason during the draft, the losing of the training camp because of COVID, losing or not losing all training camp, but not having a full training camp, losing preseason, then coming back, getting an offseason, but then missing some of the preseason due to injury. You, the Packers better know exactly what they have in Jordan Love by the end of this preseason. I think they do. They, they better know by the end of this preseason, for a matter of fact, what Jordan Love is. And if you hold on to him for any longer than past this upcoming preseason, I think you're just losing value because he could just age out. I think they know what they have in him. They don't like it. Well, you're losing value, but he still is a pretty great backup to have because he's cheap and he knows the system. So while you may be losing trade value, I still think keeping him is not a bad way to go. And I like the thing is you look around the NFL right now, the Colts moved on from Carson Wentz. Frank Reich was supposed to love him. Like that tells you how bad Wentz is. And the say, I wish Russell Wilson didn't go to Denver so he could really see if Nathaniel Hackett went after love yeah. or not. Cause if he didn't, I agree. Th- then we know, by the way, did you see that picture of Russell Wilson on the tarmac with his agent? Yeah. He looks very puffy. Yeah. Like, this must be Balkan season. I don't know. Before. I love. I. Oh, I can't wait to root for him in Denver. Those those deep balls are going to hit the moon. Oh yeah, that altitude. Lo- altitude, altitude. Yeah. Let's go to the phone. Scott. Good morning. Who's this? Z in the D. Oh, Z in the D. Uh, Bobby might still be listening now. Z, I don't want to recap your phone <laughs> conversation about you know people from places riding bikes in the Dells. You don't really care for it. So Bobby's Bobby's is safe riding bikes, right? You're not in the yeah, Dells he- right now, are you? No, I just passed the Madison exit heading towards Angel. Right. So right. R- right on, ride your bicycle, Bobby. And ride it proud, Bobby. You're safe. Yep. You're safe. <laughs> What's up, Z? Not much. So we got Ben Kenny on the line. So Benjamin. Benjamin. You still a Jalen Hurts ride or die? No, I, I never really have been. Uh, I, I like him. Don't love him. Yeah, don't let him slander Rodgers too much because he'd take him in a heartbeat. Okay, so said, I, no, no, he says no, he won't. But don't put oh, those words bulls. in my mouth. I have said so many. Like I would take anyone any, who I, says they wouldn't take Rodgers. No, I don't want him as my quarterback to You're, trade for him. Trade our whole team. It's, this is a lie. Anyways, Z, can you? So, what Ben? What are we thinking? I mean, we obviously we see this as a very low draft class of quarterbacks, but I think next year I don't have the outstanding, but I think it's obviously going to be a lot better. I think what we got Bryce Young coming out, and there's quite a few couple more coming out that are. Ideal first round quarterbacks. Bryce Young, uh, CJ Stroud, Caleb Williams. Yeah, it's going to be a loaded class. It's going to be a loaded class. Yep, yep. So, what are, like, if the Eagles start hypothetically two and four, do you think they trade out Jalen Hurts? Do you just ride no. or die? No. I mean, we'll look around we that division. Saw- uh, the Cowboys are the Cowboys. Why are you so concerned about the Eagles right um, now? The Giants are going to no. have Mitch Trubisky and Daniel Jones compete at quarterback. Washington has Carson Wentz. I, like, no. Definitely not. Okay. Well, here's the thing. All right. So let's say the let's say the Packers do get a third oh, round. Oh, this is going to pick. Jordan Love. So let's say the Packers get a third round pick for Jordan Love. Do you think the Packers would be willing to give up like a six round pick for Garner Minshew? Ooh, Ooh I love I love talk Minshew about a man, perfect yeah. backup, dude. Gardner Minshew would fit in in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Oh my God, that'd be sick. Well, I'll I tell know, you this. Why. I don't think he's. I think he's worth a little more than a six round pick right now. That mustache alone is worth like a fifth. Oh, I, I think he is worth. I think he's worth more than a sixth round. I think he's worth a fourth, maybe a conditional third round if he had to start some games. But I just think that he, he's been in the league now about what three years, maybe four. Uh, he's probably up there in eighth because he did transfer. I imagine he's probably got to be around twenty six, twenty seven. So I don't know. 
so that, that's why I started with the Eagles and worked to the Packers. Okay, gotcha. I was like, what's going on here? But it also, we got to give Ben some little Eagle love. No, you know, so. I mean, no. We, we, actually, we don't have to. I actually. wouldn't give myself any love. All right. Z, but well, we do love you, buddy. Love you too, guys. Be safe. Uh, I can't wait. We, this Sunday, loving it. We're getting to the 50s, and we get an hour back of sunshine. Oh, hell yeah, dude. That's what I'm talking about. Z, right, much love. Guys. Much love. See you, buddy. I still I don't understand daylight savings. It's for farming. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yes. That's the guys of it. Uh, uh, line two, good morning. Who's this? What's up, boys? Polly! Polly! Oh. He has risen! He has risen! Hey, um, we missed you, dude. I thought we scared you away with all of our uh, Michigan no, Cubs no. and Bear slander. I was like, I thought no, you were no. tougher than that. No, no. Um, I had to paint a room yesterday and Oh, he's got just high off the fumes, thing. passed out, didn't want to call, I get it. No, uh, just, just a bunch of stuff going on yesterday. Well, we miss, we've been missing you, buddy. I'm glad you called back in. Uh, I've, I've missed the show. <laughs> but, <laughs> hey. I like that laugh. <laughs> um, yes? What, what uh, was it Z, Z was saying, 26, 27 for quarterbacks, no age. Chris Winky came into the league Chris, at 26. Chris Winky. <laughs> you know what I mean? What about um, uh, but, Whedon? By the Brandon way, that's, that's Z and the D's nickname is Winky. I'm not kidding. But no, I, I, really? Yeah. He won't tell us how he got it, though. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. I think his butt but, what, 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 Yeah, what I was going to say is uh, <laughs> he was, you know, people are banging on uh, Trubisky, and I was one of those people. I always said he was Mr. Football in the state of Ohio. That That's impressive. Oh, dude, Matt Nagy that. hated him. He, like, he was set up to fail in Chicago. He's going to be hot in the free agency market. I don't think he's that good. but I Better think, than Carson Wentz. I, I, would, he has, I would agree with that. He has Maybe. ability, and you can't coach ability. You can you can tweak, uh, tweak it. You can coach. Like I think he can learn to throw a ball with some touch down the field. I, I think that's something you can learn. But... I just think in the right scenario, and if you put him on the Colts and he's got Jonathan Taylor running the ball, he's going to have play action all day. He's not going to have to do a whole lot. Um, and don't forget, I, he's I, the Nickelodeon MVP. MVP. Well, yeah, and the other thing from... is, I, I blamed Nagy for a lot of Trubisky's failures, but after seeing how he handled uh, Fields, I know now 100%, 100%, it was almost certainly uh, Nagy putting him in the wrong Nagy hated them, dude. They would send, they would have like uh, after season meetings, and Nagy wouldn't even show up. And Trubisky would be like, "Yo, where are you at?" Yeah, and as much as I, I'm not a Wentz guy. I mean, I was born in North Dakota, so I like, I like North Dakota State. You're like Johnny cool Cash, thing. dude. You've been everywhere, Paulie. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I liked him. I like his story. I, th- I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I think maybe he's a, a backup quarterback. But he didn't have a bad year. He had what 27 touchdowns and seven interceptions. Yeah. That's not terrible. It's not like he was, you know, he wasn't lighting the world on fire, but they weren't necessarily, yeah. he wasn't throwing interception after interception either. Yeah. Polly, uh, Michigan getting a win over Indiana in the Big Ten tournament today? 10.30? Uh, I feel pretty good about it. What time's the game? 10.30, baby. In an hour. Yeah, Michigan has a chance to punch its ticket to the NCAA tournament. So uh, they'll slap their way in. Open-handed I, slap. I, 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 I'm pretty certain Michigan, even if they lose the first game, um, I'm pretty certain every, every every projection I've seen has had them uh, first, like the with the buy, the 11 seed with the buy. Yeah. So I don't know how you go from that to completely out of the tournament. Yeah, you know they'll I mean? be in. Yeah. 
So hey, Paul, we'll see. We, we love you, man. Is it, uh, call in tomorrow when we uh, can talk. I, I feel like Michigan's going to win. We'll see, though. All right. Take it easy, Paul. see you, buddy. And the rumor is here on Twitch that uh, Z in the D's nickname is Winky because he's got the uh, <clears throat> little one. Uh, Billy, what's up, dude? Not much. I'm thinking about bitch slapping somebody. Maybe it'll get me in a tournament. <laughs> well, whoever you're thinking of bitch slapping, got to do their assistant. <laughs> hey, you know something, guys? I was listening to Rob Reichel. And I must tell you, I love Rob Reichel. Last year when he talked about the Bucks kicking the Packers' ass, yeah. it like put a pit in my stomach because I knew he was right uh, yeah. that day. And what did you, you think after uh, today's per- well, performance? Well, I got a couple of things. First of all, Remember, my wife laughs at me because I'm so into the Packers, the Brewers, the Badger basketball and football team. Yeah. I mean, I just when when the I was just thinking after, as, I was, as I was listening to him, you know, when uh, the Badgers beat UCLA in the first Rose Bowl, mm. and Daryl Bevel probably you guys weren't even born yet. No, we were there. And, and Daryl Bevel had a scramble at the end to win. You know, I've got about a six inch vertical leap even <laughs> thirty years ago. I'm telling you, I I jumped up off the couch. I hit my head on the freaking ceiling and put a dent in my ceiling in the basement. It was like <laughs> an eight foot six wall, and I'm six one. So I I could never jump like that again. That's how excited I was. I used to make my kids cry at Packers because <laughs> I'd yell at the TV. Oh and no, you know, Daddy's when, watching the Packers again. <laughs> Daddy has to go to the basement to watch the Packers. <laughs> no, Daddy, so, no, don't turn it on, no. So I started listening to him on the radio because I don't get quite as worked up. <laughs> That's funny, dude. That's funny. But anyway, the passion. You know when the when he was talking about Aaron Rodgers' first year and we were six and ten, and you know we were. I remember that year very vividly because Aaron Rodgers would get us the lead with like two minutes left. The defense would give give up the lead in the next ninety seconds. And Aaron Rodgers couldn't score a touchdown or a field goal in the last 30 seconds. I mean, it, I don't know how many games. You guys could probably figure that out. They got the research department on it. But, you know, it was, it was constant. And, and the media is saying Aaron Rodgers can't close out the big games yeah. in the regular season, which they're saying now, but it's a different big game. Yeah. And I just think uh, to, to get those draft picks for, Jordan, or for Aaron and have Jordan Love, who cares? It's a gamble. I won't be. I won't be jumping off the couch. No. Well, it's like what do you go? Right now in our hand, we have a winning lottery ticket. Right? Can we make it to the gas station to cash it in? That's the like the Super Bowl. Or do you go and buy a bunch of new lottery tickets in Jordan Love? And more times than not, you your loser is on the scratch offs. You know. Bill, to your point, there were seven games that year in which the Packers lost by less than a touchdown. And and you know a lot of those games were. That final lead score from the opposing team was in the last two minutes. Yeah. The defense I mean, it, always burned them. The defense burned them back then, yeah. I don't know, guys. I just... Uh... Hey, just strap in and ready for the ride at Aaron Rodgers. He ain't going nowhere over for four more years. Let's go, baby. Super Bowl on the way. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers... And turn that TV back on and have your kids come and watch with you. Uh, they're older now. They, they yeah, they can handle the trauma. They're right there with me now. <laughs> Good. They're right there with I'm me. Glad. Anyways, you guys have a great day. You too, See Billy. You nice to hear from you, man. There he is.